0: In the first half of this episode, we were taking stock. In part two, we're going to be letting go. No shame, no guilt, no excuses. That's how we're toasting the new year.
1: The Speakeasy Podcast. Honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the
0: creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business? We probably have an opinion on that. (laughs) No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails.
1: This is a palmberry gin smash. This sweet and tart gin cocktail is pretty easy to make and even easier to drink, don't you think? I do not think it's easy to make. There's a ton of things in here. Ah, uh, well, we don't make our own drinks. <laughs> the purple basil gives it a peppery kick for
0: those holiday parties. So check it out. Yeah. Oh gosh, letting go. The New Year is almost here. What are you over? What are you? What are you giving up? There's some stuff I need
1: to give up around relationships. In a recent podcast, I talked a little bit about I go into conversations assuming positive intent. You know, I come from a place of curiosity so I can meet someone where they are. But there is a point at which after that, if it's not working, that sometimes relationships are an emotional drain and they cost too much personally. That's true. And so sometimes you have to just figure out whether or not that piece of inventory is worth keeping
0: on the shelf. It's hard because in different seasons of your life, you need so many different things. And some relationships really naturally grow apart or naturally get stronger. And the guilt in us doesn't want to ever let a relationship go. And we feel like we can fix it. So being able to say, it's time to move on and that will be good for everybody. That's very brave. Yep. (laughs) Where do you think that comes from? Where do I think that comes from? I don't. I mean, women are nurturers. Mothers are nurturers. Business owners are fixers. In our industry, we for sure are trying to make it work all the time. Pleasers. We're pleasers. We're just pleasers. And so you always want to please somebody. You always want to solve a problem. And sometimes it's just not healthy to solve it anymore. And it's time to just, just tap out. Do you
1: feel like letting go of the relationships that don't nurture our soul is just a part of the age that we are?
0: It might be. I think let's let's call it a part of the wisdom that we have gained that you really only have so much time to nurture relationships and they should be fruitful ones that bring you joy and help you grow. So nurturing a relationship that feels toxic or feels overwhelming, trying to make a client work when they just don't work is not productive. So spend that energy somewhere where it really matters, I think. A mutual friend of ours
1: recently said to me, because she has two children in college, even though she's our age peer, she said that She is only now starting to feel comfortable in her own skin as an adult and as a professional. And here she is giving kind of career advice to her kid. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my gosh, as time passes, we get chronologically closer in age. I just thought that was really funny.
0: Well, I think when you, get, when you get a little older and you get to the point where you have to give people advice, you have to tell kids what to do, you have to solve a problem for somebody, you realize, hey, I'm legit. I actually know how to solve that problem. It's very impressive. It's like, wow, I, I said intelligent things about how to solve that relationship problem or how to make that interview work. I must know what I'm doing. I feel very grown up today. <laughs> I've done this before. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding.
1: How about you? What are you giving up personally? Is this also in the area of relationships? Yeah,
0: I think in relationships, I'm giving up thinking I can change other people. I spend a lot of time thinking if I just convince them with my logic and my words that they will change their mind or their way of thinking, and that just doesn't work. People are much too emotional, and you can't deep down change someone. You can learn to understand them. You can have them understand you, but you might not be able to change a human, and I think I'm just giving up thinking I can change anybody. People are who they are. I am who I am. And we can learn to coexist. Absolutely. But I'm not going to change someone's mind. It's not even my job to change somebody's mind. No, but speaking of job, I mean, I feel like that piece of giving up could
1: live inside of the workplace, too. If I could just coach somebody a little bit more, if I could nurture their career a little bit more, I could meld my team members mind into
0: growing here. You know, it's like you you cannot you can't. You can't. No. And it comes from a place of optimism. You know, relationships and thinking you can nurture or change somebody, that does come from a place of optimism, which is really nice. And I appreciate that about you, and I appreciate that about me, but it's not meant to be all the time. So for the new year, I'm giving it up. People are who they are. We will work together where we won't, and it will be great. The end. Cheers to that. (laughs) On the professional front, what else are you letting go of? For me, professional and personal bleed together so much it's hard for me to categorize but for myself on a professional level I'm giving up thinking I'm not there yet. There were a lot of years in our business where I thought well we're not big enough for this or we don't know how to do that or that's not really for us but I'm I'm giving that up. I'm there. We've had a great year. We've had lots of exciting new clients and a delightful staff and all kinds of things that that would have been on my wish list 10 years ago and I, I have them all, so I'm not going to think we're not there yet. Just done. Yeah. I think a bit of I've arrived every now and then is, is good. There
1: might be a soundtrack with that. <laughs> Remember Alec McBeal? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and Allie McBeal always wanted to have like a theme song while she was walking. Yeah. What
0: would be your theme song? I don't know, but when I've arrived, it would play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you, what are you letting go? Professionally? I've mentioned this before,
1: but it's almost a constant letting go of perfection and knowing outcomes or giving up those self-proposed limitations that if I don't know how the end of the story goes, then I'm not willing to engage. Um, a piece of advice that I give my clients all the time, when especially people who I have to sit down and interview is I talk about vulnerability and that vulnerability really is where creativity happens. It's really where change happens and sometimes I'm unwilling to take my own advice and so I think vulnerability is the other side of the perfection coin Mm -hmm. because that's the control and so I'm giving up I'm letting (laughs) go (laughs) because ultimately when I look and if I took a bird's eye view of my life I have so little control and so little perfection. (laughs) I mean, there's just, you can't be a wife and a parent and a business owner and have a modicum (laughs) of perfection at all. And so pretending like I can make that happen is really ridiculous. And I'm not even talking about, like, wishing I had a Pinterest life. I just want
0: to know where to find the (laughs) mail. Where did that get put? I think so, you know, the way I would phrase that is, letting go of faking that you've got it all together, letting go of pretending you know something you don't. You know enough, you're confident enough, you're smart enough that it's okay the things you don't know and the things you didn't get to yet. We host a lot of parties and I get insane in my head about how the house should look and what should be done before the parties happen. And just this past year, I was like, Fuck it! I, nobody's gonna notice that I didn't put out clean towels. Oh, and so just letting go of that perfectionism is kind nice. of nice. It is nice.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, it's almost like um, it's a trying on. And so there are times where I do it well, and there are times where I just get into a, uh, a comfortable piece of wiring, and I just do it, uh, and almost don't realize that I'm doing it. Until I'm caught in that, like what you were talking about, like, you know, entertaining and all of a sudden I find myself, like, buzzing with energy and not in a good way. Like, oh, the paper towels aren't at the right angle or...
0: I've refolded the napkins that my children folded. Something ridiculous.
1: Yes, absolutely. But it is. I mean, it goes back to from from a professional standpoint, it goes back to the advice I give my clients. How big of a bullshitter am I if I tell people that vulnerability is where, you know, change and creativity happen if I'm not willing to try it on myself? And really that's been kind of a huge theme. Like stopping pretending, as you called it. It's been a theme for the last six months of this podcast. How does it feel? I feel like people know my dirty laundry pretty well.
0: (laughs) People probably know our dirty laundry pretty well. Yep. I suppose we're letting go of um, keeping things hidden in the closet, right? This whole podcast really is about exposing the things that we go through on a regular basis, being really honest about the challenges of being mid-career and being parents and being spouses and all the things that that means that we're juggling. So maybe we've just done a really good job of letting go of all of that veneer And we're going to move into 2018 with absolutely no veneer at all. We're going to be running around naked with no blinds. (laughs) People can see in the picture window.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. I think at the bottom, like, the bottom line for all of this is... That we are the cause for what happens next It's been a theme I mean if we look at what's happened over the last decade And we really take that grocery list As Mm -hmm. you referenced at last episode Of the assets that we do have Those gifts and talents and blessings That we already have in our own life We're doing all right. But it's our default to think about what we haven't done Or what we don't have But all the things that we do have We've caused those things So we're doing okay What do you wish you would have done over the last 10 years And
0: what are you going to do about it? I have no idea. (laughs) Throwing the gauntlet down, I'm going to hold you accountable. You know what I wish I would have done 10 years ago? I wish that I would have sooner gotten to the mentality of whatever I'm doing and whatever step I'm taking, it's the right one. I second-guessed myself for a very long time, and I would deliberate over a decision and think it through, and whatever course of action I was taking, there was always the bit in my head thinking, I should be doing something else, or my focus should be elsewhere. And slowly, I think in the last two years, I've just decided... Whatever I'm accomplishing is what I need to accomplish now. And the other things on the list will still be on the list tomorrow and then nothing's going to die. So I think I'm letting go of that need to second guess my priorities and I'm embracing the ability to own what I'm doing right this minute. Even if that means I'm on Pinterest. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But that inspiration comes from magical places. Yeah.
1: But it's really, really empowering to figure out you are the cause. You are the cause.
0: Everything that's good or bad in your life today, you built. Yeah. It's I just mean, like
1: like last episode, I talked about being willing or not willing. So whether that's your weight or relationships that don't make you happy, like you keep them in your life because you're willing.
0: And you know, I'll back that up. Not everything in my life is the way it is because I built it. Many people have obstacles that they did not choose. They can't get away from. However, being able to look at those things and get yourselves, like we talked about last episode, two steps forward, Or take stock and say, well, what can I do today to get one step further than I was yesterday? We all have that ability. So in a lot of ways, for someone like Karen or I, who are entrepreneurs and sort of self-directed in our lives, the icky stuff we own and the great stuff we own, and you have to look at the icky stuff with a clinical, logical mindset and say, well, I built this because of my choices. How can I unbuild it or change it? And you have to look at the gifts that you have and say, Look how lucky I am to have built these things or or been able to nurture these things. So I don't know. Anyway, for people who are entrepreneurs like we are, we just have such power to choose where we are today. And I feel like
1: the thing that I want some accountability around is courage. It goes right along with having to know the outcome. You know, we did a whole episode on rebranding, and that took an incredible amount of trust and, and faith that, you know, in other people. And I didn't know the outcome. And I I didn't just try, but I, I, I tried on not knowing the outcome and just trusting the process and knowing it would turn out beautiful in the end, which it did. But my whole next year is going to be about courage to do bigger things than I've ever done. I've got some huge marketing goals that I want to ac- accomplish, um, just even outside of client driven things. And so for me, uh, somebody gave me the distinction forever ago between being on the court versus in the stands. And on the court, you can get bruised a little bit, you can, you know, have turnovers or make some fouls. And I don't like that. No, you that's don't. not how I play. <laughs> but you can't even have the chance to do so if you're in the stands. And so for me, uh, 2018 is about courage and not knowing the outcome and playing hard and not worrying about a couple bruises. Nah, It'll be fine. It's, just exa- almost, it's almost exactly a different version of what you just said.
0: Well, I think we have a good 2018 ahead of us, don't we? Yes. I can't believe it's nearly 2018. This has been a light speed
1: year for me, I'm sure for yeah. you as well.
0: Yeah, it's been a crazy year.
1: And I think we have a lot to cheers to.
0: That's true. We do with our beautiful Palmberry gin smash. <laughs> we made this with Two James Gin, and Two James is a beautiful distillery in Detroit, Michigan. These bottles are bar none the most beautiful bottles I've ever seen, and the gin is not so shabby either. We are enjoying this drink quite a bit.
1: Do you know what I want to do right now? What, Karen? I want to invite our listeners to tell us what they're letting go of. Because, gosh, how empowering is it to like shout from the rooftops, or at least Facebook, what you're going to let go of? We'll <laughs> be your accountability structure, guys. Let you us will. know. What are you letting go of? And it's kind of empowering to, to let it go and let it be known. And um, we're really excited for people who are reflecting on things. And, you know, I'm not a huge new year's resolution person at all but it's not a bad time of year to just reflect take a minute
0: take stock and then let it go by letting go you're making space for something else and that's exciting so in some ways looking at that resolution idea and not thinking of it in terms of i'm going to make some plans but in terms of let it go and see where that what that opens up for you is kind of exciting It's exciting, and
1: I think, you know, your summary is perfect, so I want to hear from people about whether they're letting go of something personally or professionally or maybe both, and where can we hear from people?
0: We can hear from them on the social channels at Easy Underground. That would be Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find us on our website, thespeakeasypodcast.com. And if
1: you visit us on our website, you can even sign up for our newsletters. We've got a little bit of outreach, and we even offer some
0: very special recipes. That's true. Special cocktail recipes in there, and the recipes for everything that we drink here on the episodes. You can get them and see the photos and see how beautiful they look when they're prepared by a master.
1: Yeah, and so it's not quite fully through the holiday season, so the last two beverages that we've had are perfect, so please log on and engage with us in that way. And before we say Happy New Year,
0: let's talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about for our first episode in 2018. One of our categories on our website is called Secrets, so this one I think definitely goes in the secret category. One of the things
1: that people don't know a lot about Jen and I is that uh, we cry during podcasts, And um, it's because I think we're both empathetic criers. As soon as someone tears up, we're automatically the other person is tearing up. So we're pulling back the curtain on
0: crying at work. So tell us about how you cry at work and hear all the ridiculous stories that Karen and Jen have. Don't miss it.